What's up and welcome to the Best Day of My Life Project, a podcast created to help you better enjoy the process and make the most out of each day. Join me as I share my own trials, tribulations, and discoveries to be happier, healthier, and more present. Hey, what's up guys? Before we hop on to today's episode, I wanted to let you know that Get Unstuck Live 2020 is a third of the way sold out. The event is the last weekend of January 2020, and it's going to be an epic weekend. It's an immersive experience for your fitness, your physical body, your nutrition, your mind, your mental, your mindset, as well as your spirit and your emotional. Now, I know you guys got a lot going on right now, and 2020 seems like far, far away, but as you know, time flies, and it will be here before you know it. And so the question you got to ask yourself is, four months from now, Am I going to resent, am I going to regret the fact that I did not take advantage of this opportunity? Because I can tell you, I don't know when it's going to happen again, not like this. I've done a lot of immersion events over the last five years. They've all been a game changer for everybody who's ever attended. Just ask someone if you know them or watch some of the testimonials. This itinerary far and beyond blows away anything we've ever done before. Every activity, every topic is designed to fill your cup beyond levels you didn't even know existed. And so I'm telling you right now, if you want to make 2020 the best year of your life, you've got to be at this event. I don't care if you are local to Florida, if you live in Connecticut, if you're a listener that we've never met before in Australia or South America or California. We have listeners from all over the world. It does not matter where you're coming from. We've had people from all over attend and this is your opportunity. And so it's unstucklive.com as a URL. Hop on there, take a look. If anything comes up, you have any questions, ask me as soon as possible, because I'd hate to see you miss out on this opportunity. So it's unstucklive.com, all right? And of course, you can always find me at, at Joe Carabasi with any questions, and I hope to see you here, because it is going to be an absolute game changer for all who attend. What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Best Day of My Life Project. Episode number 11, three lessons, two tigers, two mice, and one strawberry. Now, how is that for a title? Uh, this is actually kind of ironic because I wanted to share this Buddhist parable, which I'm going to share in just a minute here. Um, and it's funny because that particular parable is very well known within the Buddhist community and even outside the Buddhist community for people like myself. Like I don't, I'm not a Buddhist, but I do study the philosophy of Buddhism. And within this, within that community, this the interpretation of what this story means is is argued and and disagreed upon by many people within that Buddhist community. Which is, the ironic part there was twofold. One, which is like, isn't Buddhists about accepting and about letting go of ego and all that stuff? And so it's kind of ironic that people are arguing about it. But the other part that uh, yeah, is is pretty, it's kind of crazy, is that. Last night before I was going to bed, so the time I was recording this, we, we literally just launched the Best Day of My Life Project, this podcast. We just launched it yesterday because finally just iTunes was – it took forever and so I'm ahead of with my recordings. And Anyway, as I was like hashtagging it and, and getting the word out yesterday, I was like, damn, man, the Best Day of My Life Project is a long-ass hashtag. And like it just – it's a lot to get out of your mouth. So literally I was reading in bed and I started to think, what about Best Life pro- Project? Best Life Project. Like that, that's the way it's catchy. It's, it's a lot easier to say. And the other thing is, is like the best day of my life project, I don't want 
people to get the misunderstanding that it's just about me because that's not what this is about. I'm sharing my journey, my struggles, my discoveries, my lessons, but it's all to help you. And so I, I don't want like outsiders to look at it and be like, hey, like, dude, I don't care about your best day of your life, you know? So, but I, obviously like there's just no way to even control the narrative. So why even bother, you know? Anyway, I started to look up the business guy that I am right away. I'm like, my mind's racing. I'm like, hmm, well, let's go look at GoDaddy. Like, is this domain available? And as soon as I look it up, and it's not. I'm like, interesting. So let's go look up, see if there is a domain used. Because a lot of times, good domains are taken just because people sort of buy real estate, so to speak, in the domain world. And I'm guilty of that. I have hundreds. Um, and just don't do anything with it. And so I looked up Best Day Project. And it's a very different uh you know it, it sounds like a great project without knowing too much about it but basically the best day project is a lgbtqia youth suicide prevention organization dedicated to helping youth um achieve their dreams which is, is an amazing cause and but you know it's just i started to think i'm like man like good thing i checked like what if i didn't check and i just named my podcast that it would have really like confused a lot of people who were looking for you know the what the website is and so it's just I don't know I find the whole I find irony in a lot of things and, and this this certainly this morning is, is uh, pretty ironic don't you think so we're gonna stick to the best day of my life project I'm not gonna shorten it unless I can think of a different spin that sounds different from you know that organization because I don't want to take anything away from what they're doing and I don't want to confuse anybody um, but our focus our goal of this project this podcast is to help you as i help myself better enjoy the process each and every day and so with that i mean how do you not enjoy the process with a good old-fashioned dad joke which by the way get excited for tomorrow because as i was reading this one i read one under it and i was laughing like hard i'm like i can't wait for tomorrow i can't wait to share this one because it's so good but today here we go i wouldn't buy anything with velcro it's a total ripoff <laughs> I mean, that's just good. Velcro ripoff. I love it. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. So clever. Anyway, all right, let's get into this parable. So enough jibba jabba. So, all right, guys, here, here it goes. A man is traveling across a field and he encounters a tiger. He fled. The tiger chased him. Coming to a precipice, he caught hold of a root of a wild vine and swung himself down over the edge. And so imagine the scene here. Imagine this tiger is chasing you. And obviously, if there's a lot of ground, the tiger's gonna catch you. But he comes across this like almost cliff, this edge, and there's this vine. So he goes off on the vine so that he can get escape the tiger. Well, as he's here, the tiger is sniffing above him. And so he's, this man is trembling, he's scared. So he looks down far below and sees another tiger far below him waiting with his tongue out ready to eat him and only this the vine is what's holding him up it's holding him between the vine is the only thing holding him between the two tigers with enough separation for him to be good but meanwhile two mice one white one black little by little started to gnaw away at the vine so now the one thing that is protecting him from either tiger is now getting chewed away by two little mice. And in that moment, the man saw a luscious strawberry near him. Grasping the vine with one hand, 
He plucked a strawberry with the other. How sweet it tasted. Now, this is like a, I could probably sit here all day and just like think of like different meanings for this story. Like I love this sort of, this, I love parables and I love philosophy. But I found, as I mentioned earlier, a lot of people have a lot of different meanings of what this particular parable means. Like what was the Buddha trying to sort of, like maybe he left it for interpretation, but what was his goal of it? Well, for me, what I took away was three things, and I wanted to share those three things with you. The first thing is letting go of attachment. And so this is the idea of impermanence, which we spoke a little bit about yesterday, which is that, you know, not, nothing in life is, is permanent. And, you know, why, 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 you know, heartbreaks hurt us so hard and, and losing material items and losing death of others. And, and all this stuff is difficult, by the way. This isn't me saying like, yeah, you shouldn't let that bother you. No, not at all. Like it is what I struggle with. The human element is that we get attached to things from the sense that we don't necessarily like look at it from the perspective of, you know, as they say in Buddhism that, you know, the minute you're born, you're dying. Like at, at some point you're dying. It's just a matter of when. And again, when we talk about stuff like this, it's easy to be like, oh, that sounds so negative and pessimistic. But I think the opposite is negative and pessimistic. When we think we have control and that everything's going to last forever, we hold on to things. And we hold on to the emotions of things. We try to, like, we, physically, obviously, you can't hold on to somebody who wants to go or who needs to go, who needs to pass on, you know, in this life. But we hold on to it emotionally from the expectation that, wait, this thing should have been here all this time. You know, and we lose sight of just the reality of it that, that everything is impermanent. And whatever we have has a shelf life, which leads us to the second takeaway of, of, that I had here, which is being present. And when you're present, you can notice what else is there. Now, how often have you in your life have, you know, you, you've been in some sort of like, you, you had some sort of conundrum, you something you were trying to figure out. And then something happened. Maybe you left the room, came back. You had had a conversation with somebody. Somebody came in and like, well, what about that? Or you just left it alone and you came back to it. Something happened. And then all of a sudden you found something that had been right there in front of you the entire time. Maybe it was something physical or maybe it was a breakthrough, but just conceptually, but something out of nowhere was there. Like just all of a sudden you saw it and you're like, damn, like where has this been? Because for whatever reason, you just weren't present enough to see it in that moment. So oftentimes when we are not present, we can't see the bigger picture. We're not clear. In your day-to-day, this happens all the time. Like we are so you know, busy in our minds thinking about what we have to do, what's next, and what, you know, what happened yesterday and, every, and everything else that we just don't see right, what's right in front of us. And because of that, we're missing these, these vital, important details. Now, any other man could have been dangling from the vine, worried about falling down or, or the other the tiger or going up and the tiger eating him there uh, and not seeing that strawberry. But I, I think it's kind of beautiful in the sense that when we can become more mindful, despite all the craziness around us, it can really open us up to the beauty. And one thing I noticed, you know, been living down here in Florida is, is the sunsets are just unreal. Like I've always loved sunsets, but you know, you just don't always get a lot of them. 
in Connecticut. You do, and you, know, you can get some incredible sunsets in, in Connecticut, but you know, there's obviously more sun down here, right? And so because of that, you know, we're, you're, we're, we're exposed to especially being near the water. And I could just be having like the most, you know, the, a tough day or just be super frustrated or like be so busy, like and going, going, going. And all of a sudden I look up and I'm like, wow. And I just stop in awe of like it. And when you do that, you're able to appreciate it all. Now that sunset is always there. It's just, we don't always experience it, if that makes sense. And so the third thing is, you know, at the very end, when he said, you know, the story kind of alludes to how sweet it tasted. So something about, you know, the, the, the man enjoyed the strawberry. Well, that was him accepting fate. And this is an interesting, I think the whole, like the whole idea behind accepting fate is very interesting because it can often be confused with like just accepting where you're at and being like accepting mediocrity and, you know, letting letting whatever your limitations in are, you know, whatever they might be in a moment, let that be your story for the rest of your life. And, and that is not at all what we're saying. What I'm trying to say when it, when it comes to accepting fate and, and as, as, uh, you know, the, the, the famous saying, amorphati, love fate, fall in love with fate, as that's alluding to is, is what you have is, you know, whether it's your bone structure in your body, whether it's, you know, the, the family you were born into, whether it's where you are living, it's what, wh whatever country you're in, it, whatever government is in there, it's accepting things that you cannot control. So things you can control, like your body composition, like how hard you work at your profession, like what you do for a profession, you know, to some degree, obviously you can't just stop on a dime and do whatever, you know, go paint art on the beach all day. Like, you know, you can have some control there, but the point is, is when I talk about accepting fate, I mean accepting fate from the perspective of accepting what it is that you cannot control, accepting what is, love what is, because if you argue with reality, you're just going to lose. And so in this sense, this man could have been screaming, he could have been crying, he could have just, you know, he could have done a lot of different things, but what he didn't said was he chose to just be like, well, this is kind of where we're at here. And because of that, he was able to be more present. He let go of the side, you know, that he, he kind of let go of, of living in a sense, not that he was trying to, you know, do anything detrimental to his life, but it was just like, here's where I'm at. And so rather than panic and complain and cry and be angry, he was just there in that moment. It was able to make the most out of it. And so I, I just think that's like a very powerful uh, story. And so I wanted to share it with you guys. And you know, I was I was uh, so excited to share that, or actually so excited about the dad dad joke as well. I skipped over today's quote, which is, "It's not what you look at that matters; it's what you see." Henry David Thoreau said that, and it just speaks to everything we're talking about here. You know, we can have a hundred people read the same parable, and a hundred people could have a hundred different. Like, I could be sharing this with you, and you could be like, "What the hell are you talking about, Joe?" Like, that's not what they meant. They meant X, Y, Z, or where'd you get any of that from? Like. It, it's not the content as much as it's just about the perspective of it all because content is just really what is content content is something that is out there that can be it's subjective you know it's basically subjective because everybody's going to have the people who look at it are just going to have different thoughts and opinions based on our experiences based on our values we're going to see things differently 
And so I, I think that's a really powerful thing, especially like as elections are starting to heat up. Now I'm not talking politics, so so please don't worry. But I just I, I'm not like super like in either direction. I, I, I just like I never understand why, you know, I know some of the smartest people I know are liberal. Some of the smartest people, other people that I know are conservative. So like, I don't think either, how could someone be stupid if they believe in something? Like just what they believe in for whatever matches their values and their experiences, you know? And I think we gotta, we gotta, we gotta be able to have these sort of like open conversations respecting the fact that people have different opinions, but you're not wrong. And, and that's an, an, a very important thing. And this quote, you know, you can, you can use it in that context, but just for everyday life, I think, think it's just important for, for you to think about and that like, you know, if you look at what's going on in your life, whether it's your fitness, whether it's your job, whether it's your relationships, it, you know, just kind of med- meditate on, on like, what am I missing here? Like, what is right in front of me that I cannot see? Now, it's really hard to just like, all, you know, if you're looking at one wall and all of a sudden and you don't see anything and you're like, all right, well, Joe told me to look at it and find something and you do that and all of a sudden this message is going to just jump out at you. That's, that's normally not happening. But what I do find is that when you explore through questions, so I, and I, I do believe this is a real life thing. It's helped me in many, many instances. So, you know, I, I encourage you to give it a shot. But write, physically write out a question that you're trying to find the answer to. And a question could just be, what am I missing here? Write it out and just send it out to the universe. You're, when you do that, you show that you're open versus saying like, this is what it is. And, and when you just accept that reality of like, and I, and I know this is conflicting with accepting what is, but what I'm saying is if you're struggling with something and you're trying to figure out a problem, you're trying to solve something or you're having an issue with some task or goal you're working on put out the question what am i missing here and then let go of control so i'm not telling you that you can change it but you might be you know this thing that's right in front of you might just be that it isn't like it is just fine the way it is but you just don't you you maybe lack some perspective on it i don't know but this is i'm kind of you know talking in circles here and so I forgive me on that but what I encourage you to do write out write that question what am I missing here and then give yourself some quiet space and just meditate on it all that means is close your eyes find quiet time and focus on your breath return to it after see if you know jot down any ideas come to mind do this day in and day out and I promise you if you do this day in day out you're going to have a, a new perspective a better perspective because it will be more open and more open perspective is always a better perspective because even if you do not consider the alternative then you are at least better off with your you know whatever you do choose because you have considered the alternative it makes your case power more powerful and it gives you that leverage because you you're seeing things both ways and it, in spite of that, you're still going with this particular direction or this thought. So you could find something groundbreaking and you might not find anything at all. But when you have that open mindset, you're setting yourself up for some amazing realizations. The other two things I'd like for you to do, this is a very easy thing to kind of sit down and jot on, but it can be quite hard. Like it's easy in a sense that like you don't have to think as hard on this one. But what in your life are you attaching yourself to? Maybe it's a label. 
You know, maybe it's, it's athletic, unathletic. Maybe it's fat. Maybe it's, well, I used to be thin all my life. I was called thin. I was called thin. Now all of a sudden my metabolism changed and I gained weight and I'm not who I used to be. Well, no, you are the same person. Maybe the physical body changed, but there, there are so many labels and attachments we put on ourselves. And so today I invite you to look at what am I attaching myself to? And also, what is in your life that you've been so worried about losing? Whether it's financial or person or, or something, but you're so worried about losing, that is an attachment. And that is not a healthy thing because you don't have control of that thing. So if it does go away, when it goes away, you're, it's going to make for a very massive upset. A very, uh, it could be it could lead to a lot of destruction if you don't look at it from the perspective of, okay, I don't own this. This is not permanent. I'm going to appreciate everything I have now. Versus being like, oh, if anything happens to this, I'll lose, you know, I'll lose myself, whatever. Because that could be a very, very scary path. And the third thing that I'd like for you to consider is where in your life do you just need to accept what is? The things that you can have no control over. What are things that you have no control over that you need to accept what is? Maybe it's the way someone acts. We can't change people. Or maybe it's the way the company you, know, you work for operates. Obviously, you can get a different job, but you can't control like how they act or how the government acts or any other institution. And if you take the time to go through this exercise, I know it's going to be very challenging for a lot of us. And, and uh, trust me, I get it. But remember, guys, I think Thoreau's quote says it all. It's what you see. And why limit yourself to what you see? And if we're only believing what we've been told, never questioning anything, and always looking through life through the same lenses that we look through life our entire existence and staying within the same group of people in the same area we always are doing the same thing over and over again i'm telling you right now we're leaving a lot on the table because there's a whole other world out there but you can't see it if you're not open to it and where you're open that means you can grow into and so i encourage you guys today to take this message with an open mind. I would love to hear from you. What did you think of this story? What, what was your lessons from the story, the parable? How would you interpret that? Because guess what? What I'm interpreting at is not right. It's not, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm not saying I'm wrong. It's my interpretation and you have one too. So I'd love to hear from you. And I know we went a little deep on this podcast, but I think that's important to do from time to time because it allows us to better enjoy the moment. And that's after all what we're here to do. So guys, it's all happy today. I will talk to you tomorrow. Now you know what time it is. Go out there and make the best out of today. One of the ways you can do that is by inspiring others. Share this podcast with a friend, family member, coworker, shoot, cool stranger, whoever you think could benefit. And if you haven't yet, go to iTunes to rate and review this podcast so we can continue to learn from feedback and add more value to your life.